Welcome to the Soulful Woman Podcast. My name is Neera Lal and I'm an embodiment coach who helps women like you connect to their body, mind, and energy wisdom so that you can deeply heal and live your soul truth. I'm here to teach awakened souls how to consciously navigate the ups and downs of life, harmonize your divine feminine and masculine energies, and become your own inner healer. On this podcast, I'll share channeled messages from spirit, embodiment practices, energetic activations, and mindset shifts so you can live your most unfiltered, unapologetic, and fully expressed life. If you're ready to activate your inner wisdom, you've come to the right place. Now let's get soulful, woman. Welcome, gorgeous soul, to the Soulful Woman podcast. And today, we are getting a little bit sassy because these times call for a little bit of sass and a little bit of fun. And so the topic for today is being human is fucking hard and how to make it a little easier and add more joy. (laughs) I think we can all use more ease and more joy in our lives. So that's what today is about. But coming at it from a really rooted and place of depth to create shifts and transformations and alchemy in our lives that really make a difference to us on the day-to-day and how we're able to navigate our lives. You know, over the last few months since July and you know, regular listeners of this podcast will know that it's been a difficult few months as it has been difficult over the last couple of years, especially for everyone around the globe. For me specifically, this past summer was a hard one. I lost my cousin to a sudden death and uh, a lot of stuff happened, a lot of changes in the family, a lot of people getting sick and um, a lot of upheaval, mental stress um, and just a lot going on. And uh, I've been navigating it all, you know, pressures of the world have been happening and uh, just a lot has been coming to the surface. And it felt like it was one of those It was one thing after the other, and it just felt like there was a lot happening continuously for like three or four months. And last week, it just came to a head for me. I was feeling really exhausted. And, you know, I have my tools. I know how to turn inward. I move my body. I close my eyes and meditate. I connect to my soul and my spirit. And I gain guidance and I I do I do the work very consistently just I needed time to myself so I was taking a lot of time to myself and still feeling like there was just I just felt a bit burdened like there was just a lot in my energetic field and so one of the nights I just was having a hard time sleeping and I was a bit hungry and snackish too so I thought okay you know what I'll go for a drive I'll get a snack Um, and I'll just take some time for myself. And so I got in the car, it was probably like 11.30 p.m. It was pretty dark in my neighborhood, really quiet. Started driving, and I felt just an ease wash over me because I hadn't been really alone in a long time, meaning I live in a house with my son and with my husband, and even when I take alone time in the house, There's still people around. And for a while, I hadn't been able to get a lot of time with not with 
just myself without anyone else's energy very close to me for a period of time. So I found myself in the car and I had this overwhelming urge to scream. And so I let it out. I screamed so loud and so many times I just drove up and down the street allowing myself to just scream as loud as I wanted to. And being in the car was nice because it's a safe space for something like that in the sense that no one can hear. I wasn't in a very emotional state. I just had this energy inside my body that needed to be let out because of what I'd just been holding. And then I parked and I let out some more and then, you know, just tears flowed for a little bit. And throughout this process, what was really important for me was that I wasn't really labeling any of the feelings. I wasn't labeling the feelings as anger or sadness or aloneness or, you know, exhaustion. I wasn't labeling the feelings. And that was really important because the moment we label our feelings, they cause us to go into the mind. And that's when we start to create stories. Oh, I feel angry. Why do I feel angry? This is why so-and-so did this. I missed out on that opportunity or this happened and that happened. And so not that labeling your feelings is bad because sometimes it can be helpful, but we have to be able to discern that there are times when we're processing that allowing ourselves to dive deep into our bodies and just feel and allow whatever is present to come forward is the most healing thing we can do. Okay. We have to be honest. You know, you got to be honest with yourself with what you are holding in your body. And that's why I advocate for moving, shaking your body, um, screaming, you know, doing anything, making any sound that feels like your body wants to make. That is trauma that we're holding onto on a level and it wants to be processed. It wants to be seen. It wants to be felt. There is this inner child inside that is feeling a lot of things and probably didn't get the space to feel those things in a safe way and express them in a safe way as a child. And now is the, t- is the time to allow your inner self to be seen, to have the space. You know, when you're a kid... And you feel something, you cry, you stomp your feet, you make it known until you are told that that's bad and that you shouldn't do that and you learn to deal with it in a different way, right? And so when as children we let out our feelings, we aren't sitting there going, hmm, I feel sad so I'm going to cry now or I feel angry so I'm going to throw my toy across the room. No, It's just instinctual. There's something in the body and it needs to be moved, a feeling, an emotion, and it needs to be processed. So as young children, we do this quite naturally. And then we are told not to do that because it's not pleasant. It doesn't make people around us feel good. It doesn't make you fit into society as well. And so we learn over time to contain ourselves. And so being human becomes harder because we disconnect from our humanness. Our humanness is a part of us that wants to feel. It wants to express. It wants to release and move and shift and lift emotions that are coming up, feelings that are coming up. That is how we process. As human beings, we are not meant to store emotions, but we do. 
And so that is something that when we do that goes in opposition to our true nature as humans. So first and foremost, it is so important for you to get clear on what does honesty look like for you? You know, being honest to yourself first. What is going on for you? What feelings are present? What are your fears? What is, what do you want? You know, what, what are your dreams? What are you worried about? What might not make those dreams come true? What people in your life feel threatening to you? Why? What's being threatened inside of you? You know, it's so important to get honest with yourself because our mind, the mind, the intellect can run circles around you, rationalizing and intellectualizing. And that is dangerous. It is dangerous because it sidesteps what is already present, what our bodies are trying to tell us. And so this is where you start to experience things like ongoing anxiety, ongoing angst, ongoing stress, because there are literal feelings. There's a a depth that your body is asking for, a degree of honesty that you are being called to within yourself, to yourself, so that you can live in more authenticity and alignment with other people and other things in your life. And so when we avoid that uh, through intellectualizing or distraction, it shows up again and again as low feelings, as stress, as anxiety, as feeling unfulfilled, feeling like something's wrong, but you're not sure what it is, feeling stuck, overwhelmed, right? So be honest with yourself. That's number one. Catch yourself when you say things like, I think. We often say, I think, I think this or I think that. A lot of times I'll talk to clients and I'll say, how do you feel about this thing that's happened in your life? And they'll say, well, I think this, that, and the other thing. And I'll say, no, I didn't ask what you think. I asked, how do you feel? We are so programmed and used to letting the mind lead. And when we step into, I think, Notice, just notice today as you listen to this or this whole week, notice how often you say, I think. And what if you shifted that to, I feel, I'm present with this or that. This is how we begin to master wholeness. We begin to master allowing our instinctual nature to lead. There is a depth of presence that we have but because our lives are fast and there's a lot of distractions like Netflix and work and many other things social media instead of being present you may distract yourself you may avoid because getting quiet and being with yourself is not familiar it's not familiar it may take time it's not as fast it feels less quantifiable and logical and so we run and we divert ourselves and then we get stuck in this loop of disconnection from ourselves making being human feel hard once again and you know there's a saying that says the quality of the questions you ask yourself determines the quality of your life and so a lot of times people are asking themselves 
questions around lack and scarcity, questions that make them feel like they're a failure or like they're not good enough. Why am I alone? Why am I not making this much money yet? Why do I look so horrible in this dress? Why is everyone more successful than me? Why is everyone happier than me? Why do other people get things that I want with ease and I don't? Why doesn't my family understand me? Why can't I draw in my soulmate? And that is going to keep you focused on what you don't have, on lack. It's going to make you feel like a failure. It's going to make life feel really hard, like you're working in resistance because nothing is working for you. And so it's important to ask better questions when you find yourself in that kind of a place. Ask yourself, what would you like to move toward? How would you like to feel? You know, How can I feel more alive right now? How can I bring in more vitality right now? How can I feel more certain right now? What do I need to do to feel more deeply connected right now, today, this week? Asking better questions that get you focused on what you want to feel and experience inside your physical world will always move you toward more of what you want because you'll be focused on evolving and growing and expanding rather than focused on contracting. So the questions that you ask yourself, you can determine whether it's a good quality question or a a low quality question by how it makes you feel. If it makes you feel like you're contracting, then you've got to ask yourself a better quality question. But if it feels like you're expanding, like you're feeling more calm, then that's a good direction to go in. This is what helps you step out of the place of not feeling good enough, of not feeling like you are enough. That entire narrative of being enough is something that I'd like you to to invite you to step out of. Because as soon as you start asking yourself, am I enough? Am I doing enough? Am I worthy enough? Am I successful enough? Anything like that. It puts you in a world where some people are enough and some people are not. And if you are in a world where some people are enough and some people are not, then there's judgment, there's comparison. And that is not a world that really uplifts you and amplifies your spirit, your soul, your medicine, all your beautiful gifts. So I invite you to just step out of that world and step into another dimension Step into a world where everybody is enough, where you are enough, where that's not even a question. It's just that you are uniquely you and nobody is the same as you. And so when we step into that world, we drop comparison, we drop judgment, and then we're free to be ourselves. So much of the pain that people are feeling these days is because they're trying to package themselves in a way that's digestible to the rest of the world. You know, it's like packaging yourself a certain way, making sure you're not saying this or that or seeming too needy or, you know, all these things so that people accept you, so that you feel connected. We need to collectively jump into the world where you are unique, you are who you are, and that is beautiful. And when you come from that place... You attract at a different level. You attract at this place of, oh, like I know I have value because I am value. Everybody is value. Everybody is worthy. Everybody is enough. And 
this is when we connect to our instinctual nature. You see, we've been under a thousand years of patriarchy. And these years of patriarchy have actually disconnected every single human. Thinking of patriarchy as a system, it has disconnected every single human from the deep feminine, you know, from the, and I mean this in a archetypal sense, not a gendered sense. I'm talking about deep feminine energy, which is instinctual, which is connected to the wild which is knowing and centered and rooted in the feeling sensory body. And so it is our role in this time, you know, in this era that we're in, we are being called, we're given, being given an opportunity to step back into that instinctual nature of ours that does have the answers, that does know the truth, that does trust yourself more than anyone or anything else outside of yourself and feels rooted in the knowing that you have the answers. You can lead from your truth. You can show your truth. You can be your truth. You can face your own truth because you're so committed to yourself and you're knowing that you will take the actions that honor you authentically. When you have that authentic relationship with yourself, you can then show up in authenticity with your relationship to other people, with your relationship to the universe, your relationship to money, your relationship to health, your relationship to connection, your relationship to your own inner desires, everything. It starts with the depth of authenticity in your relationship to yourself. How honest are you being with yourself? How much of your real self, your real instinctual rooted self are you letting lead your life versus the intellect, the mind, the part that we have been told over and over again is the most important relevant aspect of us. It's a beautiful aspect. It helps us in so many ways. It allows us to have brilliant experiences and connect with people and the world in a certain way. And so if we can bring our intellect and our mind together with our deep instinctual nature, our authenticity, what's honest and real for us from a feeling, sensory, spiritual perspective, then we can live our lives in a way that's more whole, in a way that is more honoring of you as a human and that deep self-respect has a ripple effect and it impacts everyone and everything around you and how you experience life and there's absolutely nothing more beautiful than that and so yeah being human can feel hard at times there's a lot we're all navigating and so I recently wrote an email to my expansion letter email list and I was inviting everybody to join me for Becoming Living Light. The next dates are posted. Um, you can find them at the link in my bio on Instagram. And it's an $11 get-together. It's a community event where we come together to deepen into our truth, our own divinity. And I wrote an email to my list and I, was, and I said, you know, you are the medicine in this email. And I was saying that you are the medicine. So before you pick up a oracle card deck or a tarot card deck or 
um, get a psychic reading or connect with your coach or your healer or your guide or your friend, before you do that, turn inward, meet yourself, go deeply into what's present for you. What are you afraid of? What do you know that's true that you need to do, that you need to action? What is real for you? Sit with that. Be present with it. Don't distract yourself by going and asking someone outside of you. And I'm a big advocate for getting help and using tools and connecting with people. That is my work. That's what I do here in the world. But there is no greater healer than the one that lives within you. My work is to create a space where you can step into your own healing, where you can lead the way in your own life. And so that's what Becoming Living Light is all about. It is about deepening into yourself, bringing whatever is present for you right now, something you're working on or something you want to grow, expand in your life that you might be struggling with or that you just want some more insight on. It's about bringing whatever is present before you and working through processes of breath and visualization and meditation and mantra to connect deeply to your own self and your own messages by asking deep personal reflection questions. And so while we connect in a group setting, it's a very individual and personal journey that you go on about becoming the medicine in your life, becoming the living light. And that is where I believe that the answers lie. This is how becoming human moves from being hard to being miraculous, to being fulfilling, to being expansive. And so with that, if you are interested, this is a community offering at accessible pricing. Um, And there's a few dates left for the rest of the year. So I encourage you to check that out. You can find out all about Becoming Living Light. These are 60-minute sessions online on Zoom that will be recorded for you to listen to afterwards as well. Uh, Those can be found at the link in my bio on Instagram. And if you'd love to know more, DM me. I'm happy to chat about it. But for now, I hope that this conversation has been a helpful one and has helped you sit with and be with why it may feel that being human is hard. There's a reality that we go through some hard things, right? But our entire lives don't have to be overshadowed by that hardness. That hardness is calling us into a deeper wisdom. It's calling us into a truth, something that wishes to be seen, heard, expressed within ourselves. And it is our duty as we reparent ourselves to create space for that, to create space for ourselves, our inner child, to comfort ourselves with the deepest compassion, knowing that we are only ever doing the best we can and the best we know how, and that we can commit to always showing up with a little bit more presence and a little bit more awareness for ourselves so that we can step into a little more flow, a little more ease, and a little more joy. Thank you so much for joining me here today for this conversation. Lots of love. Have a beautiful rest of your week. 
Thank you so much for spending a part of your day with me. If you love this episode of the Soulful Woman podcast, share it with a friend or loved one who you think could benefit from this message. Take a screenshot, tag me at Lal, and share it on your Instagram stories to let me know what resonated with you the most. And be sure to rate, review, and download the podcast to help get this powerful message out to more people. To know when the next episode is out, go ahead and click the subscribe button to get notified so that you never miss one. And remember to tune in, listen to your soul knowing and be who you came here to be. Until next time, stay soulful woman.